y a mí me gusta el beber. A ti te gusta la rumba, Tito Puente, oye, y a mí me gusta el beber. Tú sabes por qué, pero tú sabes por qué. Welcome to the Mambo in the City Salsa Podcast. Finally, bro, we're here. Before we get started, I want to remind you that the Mambo in the City Podcast is available via Apple, Spotify, Aha Radio, Audible Music, and um, wherever you can find your podcast, guys. So, um, again, we want to welcome you guys. There we go. You would think by now I know how to use this thing, right? This, this streamer platform, but I'm, I'm still learning about you. Know. But anyway, we're here talking about the big concert happening Saturday, March 5th at Lehman College, uh, Palladium in the New Millennium. And we're happy to have with us on the podcast today two of the three that will be performing that night. Please welcome to the Mambo in the City Salsa podcast, Tito Puente Jr. y el único Tito Rodriguez Jr. Hey, what's going on? Hello, everyone. Good to see you. T, Adrian, what's happening? What's up, Tito? Good to see you too, man. Yeah. What's up, Adrian? Get ready. How you guys doing, man? I'm envidioso because you're you're in Miami, bro. And like, me and Tito, uh, we, we, estamos batallando con el frío. And tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but today was 68 degrees, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but tomorrow is going to be down. Going down. It's going down. Yeah. Up and down, the, the it's bipolar weather. Yo, me lo man. You know, but we we we're excited to have you guys on because next month, uh, Lehman College, Lehman Center, will present the Palladium and the New Millennium Council. Let me let me bring up the image right here so you guys can see. We have Tito Rodriguez Jr., Machito Jr., Machito Jr., and Tito Puente Jr. And that's live, and that's going to be again Saturday, March fifth, eight p.m., hosted by Joe Conzo. Celebrating the support from Robert Sancho. Bro, can you tell us more about Bob, Bob Sancho? Well, I mean, what hasn't he done for musicians? I mean, unbelievable supporter of musicians, you know, in need or whatever. He's just there. And he, he, he absolutely deserves to be, you know, have a tribute to him in the form of a concert, especially in the Bronx. So he's an unbelievable gentleman. I remember seeing Bob at Orchard Beach many years and, and always next to, you know, the big bands over there supporting for many years. So, like you said, T, it's, a, it's important to recognize contributions. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, you know, we're happy, we're happy that that's finally happening. You guys, you guys haven't toured in a bit. So, you know, with this pandemic and everything that's going on, you know, how have you guys maintained, uh, you know, your level of, of you know, musicality and practice and all that stuff? Well, let let T let T go because he's 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 got been, the most been, recent album. <laughs> it's been it's been a tough road, you know. Like 
speak on behalf of every musician from from around the world that it was a very very hard you know two some odd years we're going on the two year anniversary right now coming up this march this whole lockdown it was incredible it was very hard for me too i had to you know do a lot of hurdles you know and uh, i've already got stitches from the mask wearing in my face <laughs> you know <laughs> You know, <laughs> crazy, crazy mess, you know, and uh, I think I have about maybe 500 just everywhere, you know, all over the house. But it's been a tough road for all musicians. Hopefully we'll come out of this on the other end with some live music. I see a lot of live concerts coming back. This happens to be one of them on March 5th. So, you know, it's nice to see the musicians get back to it. I can't wait to give everybody a high five and a hug and say hello to all the musicians. I haven't seen them in many years. And it'd be great to share the stage with my brothers, Machito and Tito Jr. Yeah, man. I agree. It's been a long haul. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, you're right. You know, and about oh, what a week ago, last week, I was part of the Radio City Music Hall concert. Um, and to be honest with you, you know, people couldn't wait. To, to get into this venue and, 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 you know, bring the family out and, and, and just listen to really good music and, yeah. and good music, my, you know, not excluding the, the lineage that we have here, but honestly, you know, it's, it's, it's a good time to, you know, if, if someone in your family uh, loves music, whether it's your father, whether it's your aunt, your, your, your mom, you know, this concert, big band orchestra, bro. We haven't heard big bands like this in New York city for a long time. And yeah. to have you know the original, uh, you know, uh, children from from the greats, from Machito, Tito Puente, and Tito Puente Jr. You know, to hear yeah. a big band orchestra. If you're a fan of music, that's an incredible experience. You know, so how do you guys prepare? Uh, how do you select music for for something of this magnitude? Because again, people are coming back out after a long time, and you know, the excitement of get going out on a Saturday night, getting dressed up. You know, that that feeling as you enter the arena. You know, the expectation of just really good music. How do you guys prepare for a night like that? Well, you know, you always have to be aware of what the theme is. And so the theme is obviously the Palladium. So, I mean, between T.P. Jr., Tito Puente, and Tito Rodriguez music, I mean, you could go well beyond that. But since the theme is the Palladium, um, it's, it's a pretty easy thing to do. you got to pick the music that was was hot during the Palladium. And that's the way I approach it. Um, you know, pick solid seven tunes that, you know, everybody's going to know that everybody danced to at the Palladium. Yeah. And again, this is not your average, you know, how, how many pieces in your band, T? What, in my personal band? Or? In, in the band that's going to be performing. Okay. At, at, yeah. What What do you bring in that night? I mean, that's... We're, we're going to have a total of 16. 16 bands. Yeah, we're going to have 16. We're going to have four saxes, four trumpets, a full rhythm section, and um, and three singers. Wow. So um, we're going to have Luisito Rosario is going to be singing, and, and Sammy Gonzalez Jr. is going to be singing. And uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be a high power pack night. <laughs> I mean, the music of Machito, Tito Puente, and Tito Rodriguez, does it get any better than that? It's something that people should be, you know, singing along to all night. Like I said, the excitement of of, of a big band orchestra, you know. So I, I'm expecting when I go to you, I mean, I'll put you on the spot. I mean, I would love to hear Mujeres Erotica. I don't know if that's going to be part of the repertoire. Yeah. But if we're going to stick to, you know, your dad's music 100 percent, 
you know, avísale mi contrario. Los muchachos de Belén. Like, I mean, just same thing for you, uh, uh, Tito. Tito Jr. Tito Puente Jr. There's too many Titos here. <laughs> for, for a concert like that, music selection, you know, and, and your father, Jede Timbal. I mean, how many countless concerts around the world did this man have? And mm -hmm. it's your job to, to remind the people of that incredible music. How do you prepare for that? I think between both Titos, with Rodriguez and myself, we probably have maybe uh, close to maybe 10,000 arrangements for our fathers. I mean, just a mountain of music, a mountain, the catalog is immense. I know my father's catalog is crazy amount of, for a hundred albums. So there's so many songs you can yeah. pick from. But the Palladium, I mean, what do you really pick from from the Puente, you know, repertoire? There's so many great tunes, the Gran Gran Gran, the, you know, the Complicación. These songs were so synonymous to Mambo dancers of that era. And the Palladium was really the, the home of the Mambo where all these, all these beautiful, beautiful dancers came together. We're going to see a lot of tunes, or we're going to hear a lot of tunes on um, Saturday, March 5th, that have to do with that, that particular era. Um, maybe we'll pull some other surprises too, but I, I'm so excited to be you know, performing with a 16-piece orchestra like that. I haven't performed with a big band in a very long time. I think probably the last time when all three of us performed this particular concert at the Blue Note, which I think was about maybe 13 years ago. Am I right, T? Maybe 13? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was like 2009 or 2009. 2008, 2008, yeah. I believe so. It's been a long yeah. time since we shared the stage together. And I could yeah. definitely tell you that just now we're not even a week out, well, a little bit more than a week out, but I feel the spirituality of all the, all those great musicians, the big three palladium, you know, maestros of that music coming together for one night. And really reminiscing. It's going to be nostalgic. It's going to be a reminiscent yeah. of, a, of yeah. a great era and a great time. And I'm so looking forward to it. This is really a, something special, especially coming out of you know the past two years on lockdown. We just said, what a better way to bring that Palladium era to bring everybody to come back together and rejoice. You know, and it's, and it's funny too because I get I've been I've been getting questions like, well, you know. Um, how come it's not 21 pieces? I said, so So I'm saying, well, are you referring to like, why aren't there trombones? And the answer is, is that my father very rarely used trombones in his music. I think he recorded maybe two albums or three albums with trombones, but the rest has always been straight sax section and trumpet section. So we're keeping it authentic. Yeah. That's incredible, man. And, and you know, I've always heard that the job of a musical director is is very involved and very you know there's a lot going on up there. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. What is how do you guys control you know that like you know in terms of let's say you want a guy to do a solo or you know how do you guys interact? How do you control that as a musical director? Well, that's what the rehearsals for. So when we go to rehearsal next week, we chart everything out. I mean, he knows what he's going to play. I know what I'm going to play. And it's decided then, you know, yeah. are we going to stretch this tune out? Are we going to play it up and down? Who's going to solo here? It's all charted out. It, there's nothing that's going to be wing it. It's everything's going to be planned. Everything's got to be planned simply because we got so much music together. But I can tell you personally, with me, 
All I have to do is just look over at John Dandy Rodriguez because he knows probably more than anybody the Tito Puente repertoire. Played in my father's orchestra for over 35 years. And he actually is the only member of the band that particularly that played in all three of uh, those victory Palladium orchestras. He okay. played with Rodriguez's father. He played with Machito Jr.'s dad, too, as well. So Dandy really is going to be the um, kind of the co-musical director and I guess in my segment for sure, because I've been yeah. playing those tunes for many, many years, but Dandy's been playing them for about five times longer, you know? Oh, so yeah. he really, really yeah. knows the music. I believe that's Dandy right there, right? In this, in this yeah, that, that was why when my dad was in Argentina, yeah. That's Dandy right there in the front. There's Johnny Rodriguez, mm. keeping the time, keeping that campana alive. Yeah. So incredible. Really going to be nice to, to, to see Dandy on uh, March 5th. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Dandy's a great player, legend, and, uh, you know, he definitely knows the three styles. Awesome. And speaking of uh, styles and music, you guys both uh, come off of recording uh, two new albums. So let's get into Tito Puente Jr.'s uh, latest album, which is The King and I. Yeah. You know, come out. A, a bunch, you know, uh, Probably the hardest record to ever make in this planet simply because you had to do it remotely. <laughs> I had to record everybody remotely, including the the horns and the you know the piano was very very tricky to do it. You know, I, I wanted to do a tribute for my father on this 20th anniversary, so I released a record of uh, 11 tunes, and they're all one song from each decade of his career, starting from 1949 all the way to his passing in 2000. So I picked particular hit songs of those decades, and then I worked with some of the uh, the artists, the original artists that that worked on those records. Uh, the late great Meñique, yeah. uh, of course, you know, Domingo Quinones, Jose Peto Canario, Tony Vega, Yolanda Duque, uh, just to name a few. I got to work with my brother Ronnie as well. So it was a, it was a nice tribute to him, and I'm glad I got the opportunity to, to uh, get a record out for yeah, the fans. I, I saw that. Sheila E., you know, like you said. Yeah. You know. yeah. It, it was very hard to do. I had to do it remotely. So everybody, you know, we were all on Zooms and recording like that, but it came together well, you know, and uh, I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to, to, to get it out there and it's available all over. You guys yeah. download it. And, and let me, congratulations let me. on that, T. Yeah. I got some, I got a copy for you, T. I'm going to bring it for you. I want that hot sauce, bro. Oh, I want that hot sauce. Bro. <laughs> 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 I'm bringing a bunch of hot sauce for, for the fans. Bro, whose phone is ringing, bro? It sounds like it's not. It's not a grand combo, is it? On the phone, they're calling. <laughs> 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 well, so once again, guys, this is the Mambo in the City Salsa podcast in studio with us today. Well, not in studio. I'm in my living room, bro. Here in the South Bronx, man. But I got Tito Rodriguez Jr. And Tito Puente Jr., the Yankees. Oh, oh, get you. Yeah, yeah, I represent the Bronx. We're going to be there next week. <laughs> so it's going to be great. I'm trying to invite some of the Yankee fans. And I'd like to invite some of the Yankees themselves to come to the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me That'd tell you, great. speaking of, of the pandemic and, and as we move, trying to move on from the pandemic, because it's not easy. You know, but yeah. again, going back to some of the major recordings that were done, you know, the album Transition that, that Tito, uh, Tito Rodriguez put out. I mean, what an incredible, incredible album featuring Sammy Gonzalez, featuring Hiberto Santa Rosa. I mean, come on, bro. You, you, you know, Tito, how, you know, musically, you know, did you find yourself more at, at ease during this pandemic to think about the music and to 
you know, to put things together? Yeah, I mean, well, actually, you know, I was lucky because I did that before the pandemic. Como? So, yeah, so um, I was very lucky with that. Um, one of the interesting things, though, Hilberto put his vocals on a week before Hurricane Maria hit the island. Oh, man. So that was like a shit, crazy, crazy situation. Yeah. But, um, no, I didn't have the problems T.P. Jr. had because he was in the middle. He was doing it when, when COVID was hot. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have that issue. But the album's done very well. It's been very well received. And um, I, I think it's probably the, the best production I've done. A lot of people – don't agree with that, but I do. I, I, I love that album. You know what the problem is, Tito? The problem is that you can never, as a fan, you can never um, be satisfied. You understand? Even when you guys rock at, 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 at Lehman College next month. Again, this is uh, March 5th at Lehman College. Yeah. Big three. They're going to be fans that leave out of there so hungry because they, they want more of that music, that original music. And it, it just goes back to, you know, as a fan, it's never, it's never enough. You know, no, I mean? no, and, and they want us to do a volume two of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, we mean, have Luis Rivera bring the show to Chicago because yeah. esta cosa, like I said, no se dan todos los días. You know, this is why if you're a fan of music, I implore you, go to this concert, sit down and enjoy the music of the big band era. There's nothing, absolutely nothing like it, you know. You know, we did to we did go to Chicago, we did Ravinia. That's right. Unbelievable venue! Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never heard of that. We took this particular concert overseas too. We were out in a lot of jazz festivals in Glory, and it was beautiful. And, and it's so nice that we could do this again. You know, and in retrospect to the great producer, we got to give them a shout out, which is Ina and the late Brian. You know, they really had the yeah. vision for this thing. They had they really put their best foot forward. They had a vision for this from BPR Productions that they really made. Uh, you know, us come together like like the way we are going to do uh, on yeah. March 5th. But I'm, you know, I got to give love to them because they they really took us around the world and gave this idea. You know, they wanted this uh, challenge of saying that the new generation. Remember, we did that about maybe 11, 13 years ago. So whoever's 13 years old now never got to see these big giants, and those who are 20 and 25 years old now never saw Tito Puente, never saw Rodriguez, never saw Machito. So we got to bring this music now for a new generation. So if you are going to come to the show, bring yeah. your grandkids, bring the bring the grandbaby, bring everybody. Come on out to the show. I I most certainly 100% agree with what he just said. I mean, <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, you know, we went as, we went as far as Istanbul, Turkey, man. I mean, and and people were singing the, the lyrics. It yeah. Like, it's like, what is this? Right. That's you amazing. know. Yeah, Finland. It's a, but it's a Finland. Uh, you remember the shoes? See? The shoes. Got <laughs> the photo. You guys, you know what? I've, I've always heard from from you guys and from other musicians that when you guys travel to, and again, I I I really really am expecting that this goes, this concert goes. Well, actually, you guys are doing Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, June nineteenth, and we're going to be in Bellas Artes, June nineteenth. June nineteenth, yeah. Bellas Artes. So this is this is picking up, and it starts off here in New York City. And I'm I'm really hoping for you guys. Can you guys hear that that car outside? It's playing saying it's playing some mambo music. No, no, it's not. It's annoying. 
<laughs> but again, I'm hoping that this this concert takes off. And you know what? I've always thought. I said, I said, could this be a Broadway show? You know, the the big three. Can it be like a a traveling Broadway show where you know you have fans in the seats and you guys can tell the story and play the original original music? Have you ever guys ever thought about? Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I, mean, I think so too, man. And to have you guys centered and, and know that you know tonight we're playing Chicago, we're playing it for a week. The next day we're playing, you know, all these things. We're gonna we're gonna corner Leo T. Stone, who's the promoter, and we're gonna tell him to do a Broadway show after March fifth. <laughs> well, you know, but you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to knock off what Steely Dan did at the at the Beacon, where they had a a campaign where you would the fans would write in to this website. Okay, and that night would be a specific album, right? You, like if it was Asia, okay, right. and it and they would say, okay, this is the songs we want from Asia. So that would be Asia night, or it's you know, and you, we could definitely do that. <laughs> clever, clever. Tell me, well, he's got over a hundred albums. I've got yeah. seventy six. <laughs> we got and, plenty of music. Yeah, <laughs> I believe I believe Rodriguez's father was in Vegas too. He did a stint in Vegas, so you know yeah. that would be something to think about. Yeah, yeah. I, you know that's that's a really, really, really good idea because again, um, there is so much music, and at the same time, you guys can who knows what you guys can pull out of the of the book. Oh you know, that God. has you know, yeah. you know. Um, but um, again, guys, listen, the big three Palladium Orchestra returns to. Uh, Lehman College, Saturday, March 5th, 8 p.m., Tito Rodriguez Jr., Frank, I'm sorry, Mario, Mario Grillo. Tito Puente Jr. One day I called uh, Mario Frank on the phone. Of <laughs> Speaking of Mario, bro, his father, what, what a legacy, you know, they yeah. all talk about the, the great Machito. You know, he's yeah. a photo here from way back in the day. Um, that was my father's mentor, man. He, he yeah. really looked up to him. And, uh, yeah, what can we say about Machito? He was a pioneer of Afro-Cuban, Afro-Cuban funk music, Afro-Cuban jazz music. Uh, he just really uh, was. And, of course, we got to remember his sister, Graciela, who was incredible. Uh, they really put a, you know, open doors for the likes of my father and Rodriguez and, and all the, the greats that came after him. But uh, Machito was really something special. He used to talk like this and say, Tito, you go up there and you wing it, okay? <laughs> he had a great big accent, but what a great, great uh, spiritual man. And, and really, my father couldn't stop talking about him. You know, that was his mentor. So here's a photo that I took uh, during the Machito tribute at Lehman College. And and there's Mario Rio in the front uh, introducing the band. You see Eddie Montalvo there. You see, you know, yeah. so, um, which was a... Uh, uh, an amazing night, you know, at, at that, that night he had Hemang Libera singing and one of my favorite songs, uh, Niña Señora, you know, or he just has, uh, you know, Dale Jamón, like all those classic, classic numbers. And Mario's been around for so long, man. I mean, he played, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, you're not going to find uh, another musician with, with so many stories and, and history and talent. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Who, who knows that, that, that big band. Let me ask you, Tito. I mean, I'm sure you've. I have to pick a Tito. <laughs> T Rods. T Rod. There you go. What made you play timbal versus a conga versus a you know bongo or you know what made you pick timbal out of all those things? Well, I was a drummer before I was a timbalero, so 
that the timbales came later. But I'm I'm I was musically trained on traps. Okay, Played a lot of jazz, a lot of you know. And you studied yeah. music out in Florida, right? And no, I went to Berklee College of Music for two years, and then I finished at the University of Miami. Music That's amazing. School. And you and and something yeah. that me and that I have in common with Tito well, not me really, but Tito. You said that piano next to Tito. Tito's a bad MF on that piano right there. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, he called me up one night. We were playing Elton John tunes. Remember? <laughs> We're singing on yeah, the Elton John stuff, but yeah. I mean, just in, in, incredible, incredible uh, yeah. um, uh, music. So, but uh, my, my dad taught me percussion, you know, like, yeah. they, like we had a drum set in the basement and I'd be playing around, you know, and then he gave me the opportunity to get private lessons and everything. And then um, I guess when I was probably eight or nine, then he started teaching me the Latin rhythms and stuff because he was a good percussionist too. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I always, I always liked it. I always went to these rehearsals. I always had that bug, you know. Yeah. How old were and, you in this picture, bro? Uh, ten. Como? Mm-hmm. You know when that was? When? That is at the opening day of Shea Stadium. Wow, bro. Awesome. Orlando Cepeda invited us. To the opening of yeah, yeah that and Orlando Cepeda were you know oh forget about awesome. it yeah cool. yeah I'm still tied with Orlando, but that's where that picture was taken and the day that uh, opening day Chase Stadium. In terms of uh, musician, what's the difference between a uh, a jazz musician that plays with you and let's just say a uh, uh, you know a regular you know Latin Latin jazz music or, or Latin musician? Well, yeah, because of Machito and Mario Baza, they're the ones that integrated that the jazz with the Afro-Cuban rhythm. So it all melds together, you yeah. know? And that's that's what's so cool about the three musics is that it's not only Afro-Cuban music, but it's heavily influenced right. with jazz lines. That's know? incredible. Tito, in terms of traveling, you know, you've been you've been traveling quite a lot of bit in, in this year and, and, and some into last year. You know, a lot of music festivals and things like that. Are there any particular songs that you that that you notice the crowd, you know, they pop for more than the other songs? Like, you know, going back to song selection, are there any songs that that crowds really, you know, gravitate to right away when you're playing? But, uh, well, usually when I do the festivals, I'm squeezed in between, you know, other acts, so I only get X amount of time. But but you know, they pop for the for the for the typical round gang gang, and of course they sing to the Oye Como Va, and you know everybody knows the lyrics. It's very one of those easy karaoke tunes. Um, but I, I, I see that the people react more to the up tempo numbers, and uh, you know. But my father did a lot of ballads too, and but uh, most of the tunes that I do, I try to stay in the in the realm of the Palladium era. And that it's funny because when these great musicians, Rodriguez, Machito, and Puente, were playing these songs. They were so advanced for that period of time and innovative with the arrangements of Ray Santos and, and of course, all the other fantastic, you know, great writers that came in, the Francisco Aguarellas, Isabel Mendre, all those fantastic writers with lyrics and, and arrangements. They made these songs timeless. So every time I perform for a new generation, a bunch of young kids, you know, I'm talking about 14, 15 year old kids out there. And they know the lyrics, and they dancing the mambo and the cha cha and the rumba, and, and they understand it. And it, yeah. that's something incredible. I didn't think that my father's music would resonate so far into 
his afterlife like this. After 20 years of his passing, people yeah. still know the lyrics, you know, and still dance to it. That was, that was the other part of my question. How has, you know, the big band genre, you know, lasted so many years? Is this just the quality of music? And, and how do you guys plan on, you know, keeping that legacy going for as, as long as you can? Like, how do, how do you guys, you know, going forward, um, how, how is it that you're going to plan to get people's ears on this music more, more frequently? Well, you know, it, it's always, uh, it's always tough. I mean, we're always available to do it, but the money's not always there to do it. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's, it's not a cheap show. I mean, right. You're talking a lot of people that you, that are on the payroll, but, um, I mean, we're always available to do it. It's not that it's always available to do, but right. you know, um, it's a shame because uh, we can't let it die. We right. can't let it die, but 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 we can't give it away either. Right, right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think also that a lot of it has to do with radio too. The radio stations are a little reluctant to play. It's funny because when you listen to a rock station, they play all classic rock. If you listen to a salsa station, I don't know why they don't play classic salsa, which would be considered, you know, Puente, Machito, Rodriguez music. So I would hope that at least some of the uh, real hardcore fans that we know will be there on March 5th because we're going to see them. You know, they're there and they really, a lot of collectors, you know, they collect this music. And it's good to see that they're still out there. I mean, you got you got to realize, my my dad will be gone 50 years next year. He's been uh, gone 49 years. And his music is still slamming. It is. Still, still jamming. Okay. And it's because, as T said, they were ahead of their time. So we're playing arrangements that are 40, 50 years old. And they still swing. Yeah. So, you know, it's just an amazing thing. Yeah, man. Well, listen, there, uh, thankfully, we've kind of, yeah, radio dominates a lot, but thankfully we have, like, online radio now. We have independent, you know, stations that have, that you know, started their own thing, and, and they play that music, well, at least the ones that, you know, uh, support it and, and love it. So, thankfully, as, as time has moved on, you don't have to rely on those big radio stations anymore because you, you have those that are, you know, playing right. music on a, on a constant basis. Right. Um, so... Here's another question for you guys. Yeah. You got the policia outside your house. I hear it. <laughs> Quick, hide the stuff. Knocking on the door, Adrian. I live near a hospital, man. Oh, it's, it's T's house. <laughs> Mount Sinai. Yeah, this is. Of course. Just twenty four seven, bro. Wow, <laughs> dude, I was I was actually born in Mount Sinai, man. You know, and and you actually, were? yeah, oh yeah, I was born there in nineteen sixty six. You know, so wow, a long time ago. But and I remember going to the uh, the inauguration of the. Oh yeah, that, that shit is loud, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move. You know, perfect. Thank you, man. I remember going to the inauguration of the Tito Puente Street, and and they had the you know the, the big band there and. And just incredible, incredible memories. Um, so, again, guys, we want you guys to not miss next month, Saturday, March 5th. Where the hell is my hero? It's actually next week. Mira pa' ya. March is 28 days in February. Oh, that's right. 
<laughs> bro, with all this, with all this going on, who has time? To, it's like every day is the same, you know. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have to go out and enjoy something, you know. And I think this is absolutely perfect. Again, uh, Palladium in a New Millennium, featuring musical talents of Tito Rodriguez Jr., Machito Jr., and Tito Puente Jr. Saturday, March fifth, eight p.m. Hosted by Joe Cazzo Sr. and supporting the twenty years of the support of Robert Sancho. We want you guys to to get your tickets, and you can also let me get this up right here. This is still live, the siren. No, I went away, bro. This is good. That 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 sounds like the beginning of I Fuego en el 23. Right? Yeah. Somebody heard about the show, bro, and they ended up they ended that excited. Palopital. So <laughs> I was watching an interview with your dad the other day, Tito, uh, TP. And yeah. there was <laughs> he was getting interviewed by somebody in Canada, and the guy had a zillion questions for him, like back, back to back to back to back. And all of a sudden, this airplane flies over during the, 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 the interview, and, and the guy on the right stops your dad for a second. Your dad looks at him up and down, and then the guy says, You know, can you wait till the, the plane passes by? And Tito, what are you writing a book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sar- sarcastic TP. <laughs> yeah. That's the old man. I miss I miss a lot of that of him. You know, his uh, it's just his personality. He's very showman and all that. And uh it was great. It was, it, you know, I'm I'm so glad that people still resonate with his music and they still love him. And and he had a very good relationship with with all his fans. He had a very good relationship with the other two uh uh pioneers, which is Machito and of course Tito Rodriguez. They were very good friends. They um they worked together in making Show that people dance, and it was great seeing that them double headers. You know, when they came together playing at the Palladium, when you see Mambo dancing, and they would just try to outdo each other, and it was fantastic. It's such a great camaraderie thing to see bands challenge each other to getting more people on the dance floor than the other one, and that's that's a really main Puente Rodriguez and Machito special, and that's that's what we're going to try to recreate, and try to embody that on March fifth. You know, get everybody out of their seats dancing. Now I'm hearing special special guest singers and all that. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to. T, T, what we got? What we got T. We got what? We got Luisito Rosario and Sammy and Sammy for this one. Yeah, okay, awesome. Oh, and and Jerry Mon, Jeremy Montalvo will be on photo too. We got a shout out to Eddie Montalvo too. Eddie going to jam with us too. Yeah, right. and he's gonna be there. I got, I got, um, I got, uh, my real good buddy, and he's a very good friend of mine. And Mr. Eddie Torres Senior will be in the house, and I got a little junior who just finished in the Heights, the movie in the Heights. So he's gonna join me oh. for a tune. He's gonna oh. join me for a tune up there to dance a little mambo and and then get everybody, you know, kind of going. But nice to see a new generation. You know, he's very young, so it's nice to see him. You know, keeping his father's, you know, uh, talent going like that. That's so absolutely. we'll have and some other surprise guests. I'm really excited for this show. I hope everybody comes out and get your tickets and make sure you check out the website because I'm not sure if they have some protocols in, in place or, or anything like that, but double check and uh, but bring your dancing shoes for sure. Uh, That's yeah. awesome, man. And, and you know, I, like I said, I was at Radio City Music Hall uh, last week and the protocols were there as well. I mean, some people wore masks, some people didn't wear masks. It's all about your, your comfort level, but for, if you have, you know, if you're worried about Current situation, but you still want to have a good time. Keep your mask on. 
No, hang out. My, my wife tells me to keep my mask on all the time. You don't want me talking. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, there's a, there's a message from Mario. He says, can't get in. Oh, which Mario? Are we talking about Machito Jr. here? Yeah, let me mute and see if let me, let me call him. Let Just me send, mute. Send him that link, bro. Send him that link. <laughs> no, see, we, we've got. Oh, hold on a second here. <laughs> oh, there he goes, Mario. Hold on. Let me see if I can send him see the, here? the link here. Let's, let's bring in Mr. Grillo. Yeah. I agree, yo. He was on the phone with him. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> two he, he's VIP. Bro, two errors talking to each other right there, bro. Look at that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're planning <laughs> their scheme. <laughs> They're scheming. Let me ask you, Tito, in terms of your band in, in Florida, who who do you have in your band in Florida, bro? Mention some I work with a lot of musicians down here. My man, Marlo Rosado, it's fantastic. And work with La Muñeca de la Salsa, Melina Modevar a lot. I got a couple of shows coming up. I got one this weekend here. But, you know, I, I love going back to New York because the musicians that work with my father, you know, are in Manhattan and New York City. And it's nice to share the stage with them, get that whole, you know, spirituality of Puente and, and Rodriguez and Machito. It's really going to be something. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. They'll be encouraged. So maybe maybe this thing can move forward into doing a tour. That's really the ultimate, uh, you know, Endeavor this whole thing. We're going to Puerto Rico in June, and I hope we can make it out to the West Coast, Texas, Chicago, and then head overseas as soon as they open up the borders. You know, we'll, we'll head back overseas and bring this whole, you know, uh, big three palladium uh, style thing over there. Where's Where's Macho? I know. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm working on it. I'm gonna send him the link. Awesome. You're gonna send him a carrier pigeon. <laughs> I know, man. Where's where's the uh, where's the where's the funny all star too man? I heard he was supposed to join us tonight. Yeah, right. Where's where's yeah. Eddie? Eddie, 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 in the meantime, bro, let's just remind some people here before we uh, continue here in the Mambo in the City Salsa podcast here with Tito Puente Jr. and Tito Rodriguez Jr. And we'll be right back. Hola, amigos. Somos los cantantes del Grupo Nietzsche. Y te queremos invitar al Mambo in the City Salsa podcast con Adrián Montañez y el DJ Broadway por Apple Podcast. You know what's funny? I saw Grupo Nietzsche uh, the other day at, at, at Radio City and, and they didn't even know they did this for me. I <laughs> went up to them. I'm like, bro, you did this for me, remember? <laughs> like, serious? They didn't even know. I think yeah. they, just put them, they just put them together, you know, because they're in different well, parts of Colombia. So what they do is they record individuals and they piece it together. Well, and, the, the bass player, Sergio Moneda, and the timbalero, Diego Camacho, mm. play conga on Transición. No shit. Oh, it's on your album. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Oh, bro, yeah. Awesome, bro. Diego Conga. Yeah, 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 Diego awesome. Camacho is an unbelievable Conga player. Man. Yeah. Slamming. Yeah. It's incredible, man. Yeah. So Shouts out to Jairo Varela, man. God rest his soul. He created something so special with Grupo Nietzsche, man. I mean, a fantastic group. Congratulations to them winning the Grammy last year. They won yeah. The tropical yeah. album there. So good, good, good kudos. Hey, listen, this is why I say, do not miss music. I mean, can you guys also mention um, some of the uh, musicians that will be joining you uh, that night on stage? Because that's very, very important as well. 
Yeah, we got in, in uh, baritone, we got Carmen LaVoy. On alto, we've got Ella Costa. Alto, Mark Friedman. On tenor, we've got uh, Jorge Castro. In the trumpet section, we got John Carlson, Seneca Black, Larry Moses, Mike Mossman. On the congas, we have Eddie Montalvo. Que clase pique. John Dandy, uh, Rodriguez on bongo. Pulpo. Gilberto Colon Jr. on piano, and we got uh, Jerry Madera on bass. Wow, bro. Yeah, so it's going to be, it'll be swinging. With the great singers, too. And the great singers and the surprise that's supposed to be. Luisito Rosario and Sammy Gonzalez Jr. Yeah, and Jerry. And maybe maybe Mario Grillo will be there. We're not sure yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he'll be there. Yeah. Do you guys miss rehearsing in New York City? Uh, you know, those, I mean, the Boys Harbor rehearsals and things like that. You know, do you guys miss, you know, those years where, where? Because I don't think I don't think Boys Harbor does anything anymore in terms of. Uh, no, it's shut down. Um, I'm not going to say where we're rehearsing, but a secret, bro. Yeah, just everybody will end up going there and they won't go to the gig. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the rehearsals are the best, man. I mean, how do you, you know what? I, I have this question because I've seen Jose Madera rehearsals and things like that, but when everybody's just making noise, what's the best way to just get everybody, you know, going together? Because, like, that's just people tuning up. You got horns, uh, you know, trying to tune up as well. You have singers that are, that are trying to do their coros and things like that. How do you control, you know, and just get everybody going and, at, you know, ready? Hey! <laughs> Big old whistle. Time is money. Time is money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I always wondered. I mean, I think I think Madera would just start playing, right? He'd just count it in and just, you know, see what the Madera give you a dirty look. (laughs) It's pretty easy, actually. Yeah. Tito, uh, T Rod, what do you remember seeing about? Uh, Tito Puente's father here in New York City. Do you remember what do you remember in terms of growing up? Do you remember seeing him at, at clubs or? Yeah, you know, I mean, I yeah, I saw him at the the two places that I remember was at the Copacabana, and I saw him at Shanghai Reds in New Jersey. Saw him at the Village Gate. Yeah, I mean, you know, I followed definitely followed his dad, and I got to play with his dad on the Sally Jesse show too. And that was a really cool, cool um, time because uh, his band boy left his sticks and cymbals. He had to borrow my sticks and my cymbals. Oh, so wow. Yeah, man. So we, we, we definitely bonded that day, you know. And um, but he was always he was always a gentleman to me whenever I would see him, he'd give me a big hug and. Yeah, your dad was the best, man. He treated me always with respect, and he was very kind to me. I met I met, I met the late great Tito Puente one time at Carnegie Hall after the first Gilberto Santa Rosa concert. You know, and I'll never forget his wavy hair. You know, I remember, I'll never forget that when I saw his hands. He had really small hands. I said, how does he hold that, you know, that stick? You know, because, yeah, man. again, just a, what an incredible, incredible yeah. moment. After so many years wanting to meet uh, the great Tito Puente, I saw him once at the Copacabana. On 57th Street, uh, with the big band back in the days, um, it just happens so 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 fast, you know. And in terms of New York City, since it's changed so much, 
you don't have those, you know, you have Birdland and you have other, you know, other jazz clubs, but you don't have those clubs that you had back in the day. So right. my only hope is that it goes back to that where we can have Tito Puente Jr. and his big band and, and dancers come out, can come out like we had, a, like Tito just said, something like the Village Gate or something like, you know, SOBs or, or, or something on that level. But for now, the best way to enjoy uh, the Big Three Palladium Orchestra is at Lehman College, March 5th. Um, and we were, yeah. trying, we're trying to get Machito on. Where, where's Machito, bro? That'd be cool. He's having a problem connecting, is what he said. I sent him the link. Okay. Awesome. Tito, what's up with those pictures behind you, man? I see. I see. Yeah. Got, got yeah. quite a few there. I got a lot of um, photos of dad, a lot of memorabilia. I'm almost like the curator. I'm getting all the stuff out of my mother's house. So it's all coming into my house. And now my wife is like, get this out of here. <laughs> so, but yes. it's a lot of it's just, you know, LPs and a lot of awards and things like that. The red album behind you with the, with, with the female on it. Pick that one up. This is Dance Mania, probably one of the most popular Tito Puente records of the Palladium era. And has some of the greatest hits live, which I will be performing on Saturday, March 5th with the big band. And as a matter of fact, Tito Puente performed most of these songs with the big band. Uh, with the configuration that we'll be playing with, with the, actually, he had five sax and five trumpet on these records. So they were really, really incredible songs. El Cayuco, Complicación, Song, you know, Agua Limpia Great, great tunes, Dance of Delight. And uh, this is one of the top selling Tito Puente records, still sells even today. Uh, it's, it's amazing how these songs, again, were so innovative at the time and they're still selling with dancers from around the world, collectors, you know, Bro, that would be such a great idea to like, I know it's it's probably a production just to get a bunch of those albums to the concerts, sign them off for people and sell them to the fans. You know, you, you hear me, bro? I'm just making up. You know. <laughs> but I, I, I see that. I see that that's something that people will appreciate during an intermission. You know, you guys in the hallway signing off on the, the classic albums. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure there'll be a collectors because... Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of collectors with a lot of photos of our fathers there. I think the last time when we did the Blue Note, we did like a three-night or four-night stint, and every night somebody came with a Tito Rodriguez album, a Tito Puente record, and a Machito record. And I remember those nights where they just had so much memorabilia. And then I, I, I it's really amazing. And even during my father's, my father's uh, passing, they had a funeral for him down in Riverside and back in 2000. They still, they were bringing Machito and Tito Rodriguez memorabilia to my father's funeral because he was so close in musical brotherhood shit that, that, that it just, you know, yeah. when, when one pioneer like that dies, you know, it's like everybody comes together. And we've seen a lot of our pioneers passing away. Great Johnny Pacheco last year, you know, and of course Ray Santos and a lot of, a lot of them have gone. Um, you know, but we, we have to remember them. And I'm glad that we're going to do that and remember our dads. At least the Bronx will remember them on, on March 5th. And then oh, yeah. everybody come out, you know? I know that, um, like I said before, Esto no se da todo el día, where you're going to have the, the sons of the greats playing. So I implore everyone to take advantage, get your tickets, go enjoy some some outstanding music. You know, I remember the first time I heard a big band orchestra. It, it changed my life forever. And so <laughs> it, it did, man. It yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. honestly, I follow these guys everywhere. 
Tito knows, you know, yeah, I, don't, you I don't miss concerts because I was hooked on yeah, the, yeah, on that level. So let me bring that up one more time and show the you know the people about uh the upcoming concert, the Palladium in the New Millennium, featuring Tito Rodriguez Jr., Machito, and Tito Puente Jr. Uh, I mean, just an incredible night. I can't wait. Uh, tickets available at LehmanCenter.org. Okay, that's over by Bedford Park over there. Um, very safe. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said. Uh, yeah, you can get there by train. You can get there by Uber, Lyft, taxi. Oye, bien, bien fácil. Bien fácil. You can get there. Yo, there's a bus that goes that way too. I know it's a to bus. Yo, you can't. There's no excuse. <laughs> Come on out. It's going to be nice. The Lehman College is centrally located. Because I, I used to go see my father play there so many years too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have so many concerts there, but it's very easy to get to. What were you saying, uh, T Rods? You, you were saying that something when, when Tito was, was a. Uh... Oh, bicicleta, scooter, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you can get this. Very easy to get, sir. Yep. Bueno, let's wrap this up, guys. Again, we want to thank Tito Puente Jr. and Tito Rodriguez Jr. And this was the podcast for the upcoming Palladium in the New Millennium happening March 5th at Lehman College. Get your tickets at LehmanCenter.org. Don't miss a chance to hear the uh, the sons of the Big Three Palladium Orchestra, you know, um, live. Live music, that's that's where it is. Come on, have a good time, especially if you've been in your house this whole time. You know, join yeah. these guys, listen to, you know, and, and big surprises that night I'm hearing. So uh, we're very excited. And again, we want to thank <clears throat> Tito Rodriguez Jr., <laughs> and Tito Puente Jr., also Mario Grillo, who's who's also listening and, and enjoying with us. And guys, where can people follow you? you? Give your social media, give your whatever it is that people can. Well, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my website's tutorrodriguezjr.com. And and social media, uh, T Rod, well, um, what's the name for, for social media? Oh, it's uh, Tyrod Jr., actually. Tyrod Jr., there you go. And yeah. Tito Puente. And uh, you can, if you follow Tito, I follow him, so we all follow each other. But you can follow me, arroba Tito Puente Jr., on Instagram, Facebook, and Facebook page. I'm on TikTok as well. My kids got me into that. And then uh, <laughs> I'm doing the TikTok thing. And then uh, also on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can follow me there and uh, check out the new hot sauces too, man. If you guys like hot sauce, you can get it there at Shopify. Right there's the hot sauce. Little, like, little beacon. You know, something to do during this. I got to tell you, that was the, my idea of my wife. She's like, you know, you're not doing nothing during the pandemic. I was home all day. She said, why don't you do something that people will like? And so I said, let me make salsa to here and salsa to eat. And there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, but I'm going to bring some for you, Adrian. I'm going to bring definitely some for you, Tito. And, and Mario, if you're watching or listening, I'm going to bring you guys some hot sauce. You guys will oh, enjoy yeah. it. Good, man. Can't wait to be here on March 5th. Don't forget, everybody. Come on out. Can't wait to yeah. share the stage. Bring the music of the Big Three Palladium. It's going to be an incredible night of music. Don't miss it. Really. That's right, guys. Do not miss it. That is it here from the Bronx, New York, from Miami, from down by Mount Sinai. This is the <laughs> Salsa Podcast. And again, guys, we'll see you March 5th at Lehman College for the big concert featuring the Big Three Palladium Orchestra. Have a good night, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Adrian. All right. Good night. Bye, Admiral. Right.